welcome to season three of our podcast. I'm Emily McAllister. And I'm Sarah Matthews. We are really excited to be back and to have all of you here with us. Uh, To get started today, you may have noticed that we have a new name for our podcast, and that's what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about how that came to pass. And we're also excited to announce our new company name, but we're going to keep you in suspense for a little while and save that to the end. Uh, We want to just let you know that these upcoming October podcasts that we're going to be sharing are basically some of the journey we took this summer, exciting events that we went to, and we're excited to share some of the things that happened to us this summer. Yeah, so we're going to jump right in with this um, changing of names and things like that. So it's interesting because one of the concepts that we coach um, and one that we tend to get a lot of questions kind of about how this is put into practice, I guess, into your into your own life is the concept about the perfect classroom. And specifically, the questions that we get a lot is how are the things that are happening to me, especially when they seem to be frustrating, um, devastating, catastrophic, how are they my perfect classroom? And how does that actually help me progress? So today, we thought we'd take you through how we very imperfectly practice this and how our perfect classroom gave us lots of opportunities to practice this concept this summer. Yeah. Um, and what does what does that look like for how we've chosen to trust the journey and see all of this as our perfect classroom? Now, when we first started the company and the podcast, we really just jumped into this world, you know, feet first so excited. We were passionate about what we were doing. We really felt called to be in the LGBTQIA world. We we felt called to be mama advocates. We really wanted to help other parents on their journey as their kids came out to them. We wanted to help kids who had come out. And we really believe uh, strongly that we need to come from at, at all of this from a place of love. And we really believe that not only can you love your LGBTQ plus child or children or yourself, but that's actually what God's plan is, what he would want you to do. Um, Now, we recognize that we are both white, straight, cisgendered women. And so we've really had to listen and learn and grow. And we've really tried to be conscientious of what other people's experiences are in this journey. Now, when we started our company, if you recall, it was Lead With Love. We really vetted our name for both our company and for the podcast. We spent hours trying to figure out what would be a good name, how we would make it look, what would the logos look like. Um, And we really just wanted it to represent the message that we wanted to get out of the world. We had all these big hopes and dreams, and we just really felt like that was the direction we should go. Yes. And I don't know about you, listeners out there, but have you ever had those moments where you have high expectations, big dreams, there's a lot of excitement and passion behind it? Um, I think we thought as we launched stuff that it would go faster than it has. Uh, It's been a little slower than I think we originally hoped, but we really felt like we were progressing. And in January this past year, though we were suddenly notified that our podcast had been taken down, 
on multiple platforms. And come to find out, it was because of a trademark issue. Another company had actually trademarked the words Lead with Love for their podcast. And we had some pretty emotional and frustrating discussions as a new company trying to figure out what to do with that and how we were going to process that. And when Sarah called to tell me, she was pretty calm. And she's this great coach. And so the first thing she offered me was, so she called to tell me, hey, everything's been taken down. We're going to have to change our name. And she said, how do you think this is going to be our perfect classroom? Because that's not annoying at all. (laughs) But because we're coaches, we end up coaching each other. Yes. And I honestly was not at that moment in a place to see or believe how that was going to help us grow at all. And I honestly was just really pissed off. And I'm redheaded. So my first instinct is just, ah. And I wanted to throw things. I just was so angry. And I knew that I was in a place of loss and fear. I I could feel it. And there was a lot of fear there. And so Sarah said, I think we'll give it a couple days. Mostly to let me simmer down. And I really, really struggled. I could not wrap my head around what this was going to mean for our company. And so after a few days, we came back together and we decided that we were actually going to practice what we preach. But I want you to notice that we didn't dismiss the really sucky parts of this. And just so you know, our family is our podcast is family friendly and i use the word sucky there but i there were many other words used during this time frame we'd have to change the rating on our yes. podcast though if emily were to let you know what they are so true <laughs> and i really really came into that discussion knowing that that's where we were going to train head of how is this our perfect classroom but was not sure how we were going to get there. So I'd done a lot of processing. And I want to just offer that to our listeners. When something comes up for you that doesn't feel like how you thought it would go, I really believe, Sarah and I both really believe, it's worth taking some time to allow those emotions to be whatever they are. We talk especially to the kids that the kids we coach, the teens we coach, and adults, that information comes from emotions. We just kind of talk about how emotions are really good vehicles to give you a lot of information very quickly. Yes. And if you can take a minute to step back and go, why am I angry? What am I afraid of? Any of those things, it's going to help you really process to the next level. So I had done that. I'd vented. I, I like to write things out. I journaled. I talked to Sarah. I vented to Sarah a lot. I had talked to my husband. And I was in a lot of fear because I really felt like this was going to derail our goals. But finally, I was able to think about the possibility of this being our perfect classroom. And so here are some questions that Sarah kind of coached me through. Like, how is this going to actually be beneficial for us? What might this be leading to? What do we want to do with this challenge? That's always an interesting question. This is happening. We couldn't control it. What do we want to do with it? Right. 
So when we came into that, we brainstormed new podcast names. And at the time, we ended up settling on the Lead and Love Survival Guide. We liked it. It was still pretty close to our name, but different enough. And we were able to work it out with the other group that had the trademark thing. And from that, we came up with the idea, though, that kind of led us into these other avenues that have been really great for us this summer. Um, We decided to make a coaching curriculum uh, for a teen program that we've been coaching groups in this summer called the Teen Survival Guide. And in that moment, I felt like we both could really see our Mm -hmm. perfect classroom. Right. And we could see it starting to take shape. And, you know, it's that kind of kumbaya feeling like, woohoo, we're doing awesome. Oh, we're awesome. And look how great we are as coaches. <laughs> and we kept moving. We felt really great. However, our podcast never came back up on Spotify. And so Sarah found herself kind of in this constant battle with Spotify. And in May, a letter came from the other company that told us that they actually didn't think we'd done enough (laughs) and that they wouldn't remove their complaint until we changed our podcast again. And this was followed with a letter that felt pretty catastrophic for us. And ironically, it felt like catastrophic for us. Like you have to change your podcast again. But they concluded the letter with warm hugs from the director of happiness and communications. And this time, it was Sarah who was struggling. I was not calm this time because I was really irritated. Like, I had done everything they asked us to do. I had jumped through all the hoops. We had changed the name. We had changed, you know, the um, the, logos. the logos again for the podcast. We'd gotten it all up. I'd been working with Alex, our podcast producer, to help me get the name changed. Um But in all honesty, even with all of that, the thing that was so aggravating for me was the email was just so condescending. Yes. It was so mean. It was such a mean, such a mean email. And, um, and, you know, I mean, the irony of receiving a cease and desist email encased in warm hugs from the director of happiness and communications, that was not lost on me. No. (laughs) I mean, we laugh about it now, but at the moment, oh, that is not how I was feeling. The thing that is interesting about being a coach is working with Emily, who's one of the best coaches I've ever worked with. She talked, we end up kind of coaching each other. And there are these moments where this thing happens. And what happens is, is that your own words come back to haunt you. So Emily really turned the tables on me and asked, oh, Sarah, how was this our perfect classroom? And I did not want to process how the director of happiness and communication was my perfect teacher in this moment. Right. (laughs) So I had to, you know, get my feisty pants out of, you know, take off my feisty pants and put back on my coaching pants. And I really had to confront what did I believe about the perfect classroom? Because I coach this, right? I coach this, I believe this. Um, And so when Emily and I talk about the concept of the perfect classroom, what we're really talking about is what is the lens we're viewing the world through, right? Is it this black and white, pass or fail, good or bad lens? You know, 
was good that we did the podcast. It was bad that we were being asked to change it again. Um, kind of there's this very, you know, if things are going well and right, then life is going good. If things are not going well and right, then life is going bad. Or that we're doing the right thing because mm-hmm. things are going well, or we're doing the wrong thing because they're not. Right. right. Yeah. Right. But really, when you stop to think about it, life is so much more nuanced than that. And there's this line in the sand thinking, and it it rarely leads to any kind of clarity. It's much more likely to lend itself to acting in fear. So just like this experience, oftentimes we cannot change what's happening in our lives. I could not change that this these three words had been trademarked. I could not change the fact that Spotify would not put our podcast back up without a resolution from this other party. Um, There was so much about this that was out of my control. And so many times in life, whether it's just because life happens and sometimes things suck, um, or, you know, that somebody else's choices have influenced our life somehow, there's so little about any of that that we control. The only thing that we control in those moments really is our own response. So when we view circumstances as only good or bad, we really limit our response to this very binary system. Um, But if we can change that view, if we can see the nuance, if we can view the circumstance as really an opportunity for growth, then our response can become really expansive. It allows us for creativity and persistence that really might not be attainable any other way. And this is the lens of sight that we choose to encapsulate when we say the perfect classroom. So question that I would throw out to you guys, what is a situation in your life right now that needs a perfect classroom lens? Something that feels good or bad, maybe black or white. How is this the perfect place for you to be to grow and expand as a human. Do you find yourself identifying with the LGBTQIA plus community? Has your child come out to you? Have you dealt with hardship or meanness? So that begs the question that how are you going to choose to respond? If you can see this as your perfect classroom, does that change your options of response? Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Part of the furniture, I guess you could say, if you'll if you'll allow that metaphor of the perfect classroom, is that there's room for mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. That's a given. That is part of the human journey is making mistakes. And reality is going to look very different from your expectations. Um, but that is all part of the perfect experience, which is kind of this weird but really true dichotomy, right? Mm-hmm. Is that mistakes are very much a piece of the perfect journey. Well, they give us information. Like Mm -hmm. that may not have been my best way to handle that. Or maybe we need to go in a different direction. And and I think that's really where you and I came to. And so after a few days of you simmering down, we came back together. This time I was leading the perfect classroom charge. (laughs) And as we brainstormed, and we really did, we talked about, okay, what are we afraid of here What are our ideas? What are our concerns? We really got into a lot of where we were in this moment. We realized we still are a very young company. This is a perfect time 
for us to change podcast names instead of down the line. Right. Um, and in the process, we ended up talking more and more about what we wanted and where we saw ourselves, how we wanted to grow this dream that we have. And we realized this might be the perfect time to make some other changes. So we decided, well, we're renaming the podcast. Why don't we rename everything? And I I will tell you when we decided that, when we like threw that out on the table, that means everything. The company, all the work we'd just done, the letterheads, the podcast, the articles of incorporation, yeah. the like all of it. Everything. Was, it was like, there was this silent moment. I think Emily was the first one to voice that. Uh-huh. And there was this silent moment where I think I just glared at you. <laughs> like, what I are know. you saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were terrified because the expanse of that, we just like created things. We had merch that we were taking places for conferences, banners, everything. And our logo, everything. It felt like we in a way, we were like, maybe we've wasted time, money, effort. And we really wrestled with the fact that this felt like it could be a setback to us. So I just want you to see, like, even coming into this trying to be in a perfect classroom, we were still like, ah. but we really started, the more we talked about it, the more we really thought through things, we started it, And the more we looked at this in more of that nuanced, expansive way, we started to see how this was going to help us pivot and start in a new direction, a more cohesive direction. Uh, So we decided to go with our tagline, walk fearlessly. And so, drum roll, that's our (laughs) new company name, which is Walk Fearlessly Coaching. Uh, We hope you like it. We've got a new improved mission and goals. Uh, We're going to be focusing on what we call TLC. And we're going to teach you how to trust. That's the T. Trust yourself, your journey, trust God, love. Really figure out what it looks like to love yourself and how that allows you to step into a place of loving that journey, loving others, Offering the love that God has for you to others as well and having that. And that those two things, trust and love, really lead to connection, which is that C portion. And that's going to be about connecting ourselves to others, connecting ourselves to that journey and to God or, or the source or whatever you believe in that realm. We really believe that when we trust our journey and we trust and learn from our experiences, those classroom experiences, we really are actually learning to walk fearlessly. So our summer, part of our summer, (laughs) was spent rebranding our entire company. We have a new and improved website, and it feels kind of super shiny and magical to us. Mm. We have had... um, other people working on our website. So it's really pretty. That are way more talented than we are Yes, that. Yes. We have a lot more planned for this year. And we are really excited to really move in this direction. And we really do, I think at this moment, believe that it has been our perfect classroom. I think we can say that now. Yeah. Stay tuned. We might change (laughs) our minds on that. But no, no, I'm just kidding. But 
But really, I mean, yeah, I think that it's been good from where we are now. But, you know, it it did not come without challenges for yeah. sure. It was really hard while we went through it. And that's the thing is we're not here to help you find toxic positivity no. and things. We really believe that this is a tool and a skill that can help us move into better ways of responding and reacting. Right. Um, we've also decided we might change our titles. We our titles. We didn't even know we could be the directors of happiness and communication. So Sarah's thinking she might use the title of director of unicorns, rainbows, and magic. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> It'd be amazing. And I'm still working on my title. So we'd love your suggestions for titles. Because uh, evidently we can just pick a title if we want. Uh, but we're excited to have you on our journey. Stay tuned for our next few podcast episodes. They're going to be really neat. We're going to be talking about some amazing organizations. Highlighting some organizations that we had the opportunity to work with over the summer. Um, and hopefully you'll be able to to get to know them as well, because they do great work in this realm as well. We've got some presentations that mm -hmm. we did coming up that we really loved and we are excited to share with you. So we hope you'll join us as we're back into the podcasting groove. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, we hope you're finding growth in your own journey. We want to remind all of you that you're brave, that you have bravery and courage is facing fear. That's it. You have the power within you to be your own hero and to offer that TLC. Remember, that's trust, love, and connect to the world and to walk fearlessly. So until next time. Yep. Until next time. We'll see you then. <laughs>